You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, guys, welcome back to the Hoopsner postgame show. The Utah Jazz lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. This is your host, Hanson James. Not a great loss for the Utah Jazz, but I think there's a few things you've got to consider when when talking about maybe the Bucks and the Jazz and where they're at right now. There's been so much talk about Malcolm Brogdon and the Milwaukee Bucks, and rightly so. Malcolm Brogdon was really good, but I think sometimes... We talk so much about these different things and we wait so long till basketball comes comes back. We get bored during the summertime that we forget just how good certain players are. Tonight was just a reminder that Giannis is out of this world. He is so incredibly dominant. And this Bucks team is going to be just as good as they were last year. Now, will they miss Malcolm Brogdon at times? Sure, because Malcolm Brogdon's really good. 50-40-90. A perfect compliment to Giannis for what he does but they still have really great players and they showed that tonight uh it's interesting so obviously I'm a jazz fan follow the jazz religiously cover them for SLC dunk and all these things I'm used to watching Rudy Gobert play Giannis and I think this actually is the first time I've honestly watched the Bucks go against Utah without Gobert playing I may be wrong let me know in the comments if I am but but Giannis was just absolutely dominant. It was Giannis versus Ed Davis a lot of the time, or Giannis versus Jeff Green, or Giannis versus Tony Bradley, and we kind of see what happens when that happens. When you've got those guys trying to to stop the unanimous MVP, this is what happens, and tonight showed, holy cow, Giannis was really good. Uh, but yeah, Giannis is just incredible. He's the MVP. He is incredibly dominant. He really, to me, is kind of this era's Shaq, where it's just such a physically dominant player. There's a few things with Giannis, and, you know, Bucks fans, you can let me know if I'm wrong or not, whatever you think. Uh, there's a few things that I think, honestly, Giannis should maybe step back a little bit. I don't know if the three-point shot is ever going to be this very consistent thing with Giannis. I don't know if that ever will. Or even that mid-ranger. There's times where when Giannis is hitting that, it's out of this world. He's unreal. Uh, in transition, with the ball in his hands, just incredible things happen. And I love Giannis when he's just passing to the perimeter. I, If I was Giannis, I might take a small page out of Rudy Gobert's book and just focus on what you're great at. At this point, I think we're starting to really know kind of what Giannis is and obviously he'll continually get better every year but he is incredibly dominant going to the rim driving he's a good passer he makes other people's just his gravity makes everyone else open and he's a good enough passer that he hits them and they hit shots and that's why players like Brogdon are great but when you've got uh, Lopez behind him that can hit threes and you've got other guys on the floor, Middleton and all these guys that can shoot the ball and now tonight we saw Kyle Korver is going to be a really nice addition for the Bucks. just do that you don't have to be a great three point shooter if the three point shot's not there drive, go to the rim and then when they collapse on you, kick it out to guys like Korver and all these other guys that we talked about, Bledsoe who can hit shots from outside, that's going to make you 
uh, even more efficient. I honestly wonder if that's the next step for Giannis is just focus on what you're great at. Because what does Rudy Gobert do? And something we know, obviously, he didn't play tonight. He just does the things that he's the best at. He just sets screens. He just rolls to the rim. He just blocks shots. That's what he does. He just rebounds. He doesn't do anything outside of that. He'll take 15 jump shots this entire NBA season. And that will be a last second, you know, 24 second type thing. Rudy Gobert just does what he's amazing at and nothing else. And I wonder if at a certain point Giannis needs to just focus on that because his efficiency will go even more, you know? Because if he's just doing the things, because Giannis is the best at a lot of things. And so if he just focuses on finding ways to just always do those things, fantastic. Now, Utah Jazz. I think there's not a ton you can be excited about. I think Bogdanovich and Mike Conley went 0 for 14 for the game. Hard to win when that's happening. And you've got to give a lot of credit to the Bucks defense. They're top five level defense. I can't remember where they ended last year. They might have been number one. But... They are top five defense, and you got to give credit to them. But Mike Conley and Bogdan, Boyan Bogdanovich are not going to miss, are not going to go over fourteen every game. And tonight, that is a little bit of just rust, maybe a little bit of just figuring it out and playing with other guys. Uh, Conley playing with Mitchell. Mitchell looked really nice. He didn't hit those threes, but he's showing that game where he goes and he hits that mid range. And I'm great with that because that's the shot that. You know, Chris Paul made a living on. If Donovan can hit that with frequency, like he was tonight, that's great. And that's a bucket you can get both in the regular season and in the postseason. So I'm excited about that. Donovan looks solid. Uh, We saw, I mean, honestly, if there's one thing we learned tonight, it's the importance of one Rudy Gobert. If you didn't know how important Rudy Gobert was, you saw it tonight. And not just on defense, his offense makes this team better on like in every aspect he is the best screen setter in the nba he every season leads the league in screen assists or is top five every every year the team is better offensively when he's on the floor and that's not just offensive putbacks someone who doesn't watch the jazz will say offensive putbacks and that's not what it is it is part of it but that's not what it is it's that he screens these guys and opens up the floor for them so much and then when he rolls to the rim he is that threat that the center has to back off and keep, or he will just lob and dunk that all night long. And so tonight we just kind of saw that. Like Ed Davis, who, by the way, I loved watching him tonight. I love that fire from him. That guy has fire. He looks like, he just looks strong. And I, I know he's not as big as you would think and smaller maybe than we predicted or whatever, but that guy plays like he's, he plays bigger than he actually is. And he looks like strong. He looks like when Ed Davis fouls you, it hurts. And you don't want to go up against him. And he looks just strong and dominant. Great hands. Goes after the ball. Every rebound matters when he's on the floor. It's exciting to see. So nice to see Ed Davis play. And having Ed Davis against second units is going to be great. And Rudy Gobert just changes the game. Rudy Gobert absolutely makes the Jazz better in every aspect. And so it's going to be nice to see Ed Davis backup Rudy Gobert. He's going to be so solid for this team. He is going to be that backup center that comes in and plays against second units. And Rudy Gobert will be the one that goes and gives that elite level defense against first units. It's a perfect setup. And we'll see We'll see the team play much better. So the next game you see the Jazz, I really hope they play Rudy Gobert because I want to see that team play. I'm getting a little tired of this cute rest stuff. Stop it. Because guess what? The Jazz lost by 30 points tonight, and that's not good enough. And you know what else I'm kind of getting a little... I mean, it's just a few preseason games. 
but I'm a little tired of every single offensive set being something that creates an intricate braid in someone's hair. Can we run some simple stuff and just run a pick and roll with a spread floor? My goodness. That's what I want to see more of is just simple stuff like that because the Jazz had so many turnovers tonight. And I don't want to see all this actions and stuff maybe when it's just not as necessary. Like run some simple stuff, you know? Do we always have to have the most intricate movement and options and everything on offense? Sometimes I just want to run simple sets, simple pick and roll, spread floor. Let the players use their talent that we now have instead of having to overcompensate for lack of spacing and shooting. Let them go in simple forms and, and, and formations, and it will go well, I promise. And that's what I want to see. Anyways, good to see the Jazz. It'll be nice to see Rudy Gobert. The Jazz just need more time together to get everything down, to get their chemistry good. You could just tell with all the turnovers and everything that went wrong that, you know, they're just not there yet. But they will be. It's just preseason. There's no reason to overreact. It'll get better. And the Jazz are going to start winning games because they look really good. And they obviously aren't that worried because they're willing to rest players and lose games, I guess. So time to get excited. Guys, like and subscribe this video. If you're on iTunes, make sure that you rate and review. We really appreciate it. Uh, follow us on SLC Dunk. Follow me at twi- on Twitter at Hanson James. I will talk to you later.